Hello and welcome to Dishing It, the food podcast for nosy parkers. Thank you for joining me for my first episode. To get you up to speed, I'm Colin, 28, a food blogger known as The Food Hoover. I live in Aberdeen, one girlfriend, one dog and one hell of an appetite. At school, I was always getting told off for talking. You can never get me to shut up. One time, in a very old school turn of events, a teacher once sent me to the back of the class to face a wall. Dr Yanda, if you're listening, your theory did not work. As this podcast shows, I'll happily talk to a wall. Well, in this case, a mic and an empty Zoom screen. But the podcast isn't just to give me more reason to talk. It's also a reason to talk up the amazing food brands and experiences here in Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire and wider Scotland. I love a backstory and it's probably why I've really gotten into podcasts over the past year. Give me insight into someone's life and I'm anybody's. With so many food podcasts out there, very few actually focus on Scotland. So Dishing It is going to beam that big glitzy spotlight down onto Scotland with a little help of the food brands, food writers and content creators that I've met along the way. Today I'm joined by Victoria, the face behind the Scottish travel blog that I life. Sharing her love for Scotland, Victoria has been documenting her travels since 2017, sharing the very best places to eat, stay and explore. So a very fitting debut guest to have on the podcast today. I've worked with Victoria a few times over the years on a few brand campaigns, but we've only ever spoken over email. So a face-to-face catch-up, thanks to the power of Zoom, was long overdue. And if her hilarious tone in emails was anything to go by, I knew there'd be a lot of laughs recording this one. So I'll stop rambling and let you get onto the podcast. Hope you enjoy. Victoria, welcome to Dishing It. You're officially... Thanks for joining. You're officially my first guest. So thanks for joining me on this venture. Let's hope you don't regret it. I won't. I'm so excited. Honestly, Colin, like me and you should have caught up like years ago. Like I've been saying to everybody, why does it take a pandemic for us to do these things? I know. Like, for real? I know. It's so true. I'll tell you a funny story. Oh, please do. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a total crazy person and you're like, Mm, second person I've told this to you so I'm gonna sound nuts right so basically right I first of all I'm gonna sound mad I'm just warning you in advance right but basically I've got a little friend who I found on Instagram she's a small business owner and she does like like rituals <laughs> like rituals ritual right just oh, hear me okay. out okay so she does like soothing teas, like green teas, things like that, and like um, like bath potions and stuff like that. And it's all about self care and looking after yourself, right? But she's into like magic, like magicy kind of herbal stuff, right? No, she's honestly, okay. she's absolutely fabulous, Colin. I will, I will send you well, a link. Like I'm, I'm back. a sucker for all this sort of stuff, like all this like witchcraft, ghosts, name it. I'm, I believe in it. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. I didn't realize. Like I, I thought I was quite cynical, but right, wait for it. So I had a bit of an interesting experience. I'm gonna say nuts. Like, I can't believe I'm even saying this. I didn't know I was gonna say this, Colin. I didn't know it was gonna come out. Um, Saturday morning was the spring equinox. It was the start of spring. I didn't know this, right? I've just been going about in a bubble. Like, please, will this house just sell? Please, will it just sell? Let's just please survive, okay? That's all I've been thinking. But anyway, I ordered one of her rituals. And because I've been so busy on Saturday morning, I was like, I'm going to do one of these rituals. So Scott stayed in bed. He had the dogs through with him. And I was like, right, 
beautiful sunrise in the northeast coast over the sea it was just one of these vibes I was like I'm gonna do this ritual so I don't have a bath in my house right so I was like I'll have a foot bath I'll use one of these like foot bath bays and things and I'll put some don't even honestly Colin you're just gonna die I'm gonna gonna sound mental but basically I put some of this like potion stuff in the foot bath and I poured the tea and I put some incense on it was all very like (laughs) and I had like oh my god I can't believe I'm actually saying this anyway I had like, I wouldn't say how a hallucination, but I had like a thing. Don't Did I knew you were just gonna laugh at me. Did you have like an outer body experience? Oh, right, I swear to God, I knew, I knew I'd regret saying this face. No, I seen, oh, I'm just gonna howl. I was looking out the window at our, we've got an amazing view over the golf course and over the sea. On the horizon, on the tideline, I saw an island. Now we're on the northeast coast, Colin. You know there's no islands. There's no islands. There's no, no, no. It wasn't North Lake Ferries. I know when they crossed, it wasn't them. (laughs) Just for about two seconds, I seen like the perfect shape of a West Coast island for about two seconds, and it was gone. Well, (laughs) that is. (laughs) We are. Five minutes 40 into the podcast. <laughs> and I said, I hope that you don't regret <laughs> coming on. <laughs> no, that sounds, I'm not. I, I believe you. I, I, I mean, I, I, I believe in all this stuff, but I, I think those bath salts and stuff had yeah. a little something in it. It's apparently, I, I asked the girl about this. I was like, look, do you have any other crazy people like me that like just have crazy moments? Because like, I'm cynical about this stuff. Like, come on. And uh, she said... No, but because you're taking a moment to step back and kind of look after yourself and you're stepping out of your like rat race, moving about so fast and trying to get so much stuff done. She says, sometimes you'll just, your mind will kind of try and settle you down a little bit and try to tell yeah. you like, you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. And maybe that's just a path that you're going maybe on. Maybe you were like, seeing, maybe you were seeing your happy place. Maybe I was. Hey, 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 that could have My been My good it. place. Yeah, my good place, my island, my, <laughs> my, <laughs> my island. island. <laughs> I did tell Scott, and he was just like, Yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's the first time anything like that's ever happened, and I was just like, Whatever, so whatever, Colin, whatever. You never know. <laughs> okay, well, saying that, I, th- I think you're sat next to a window just now, but what's your what's your view looking on to just now? Is it the golf course? I'm going to swing the laptop round, so as you can see. Oh, Victoria is uh, showing me out her window, and there is a lovely Cruden Bay golf course, which is a great golf course up here in the northeast. Yeah. Usually ranked top 100 in the UK um, yeah. normally, and c- you're quite close to Slane's Castle. You won't be able to see from here, but behind me, basically, just like up, up behind me oh, on the okay. hill is the castle. That's what it is. I'm spending <gasps> too much time near that damn castle, and I've just flipped. Let's uh, kick off. So um, I love a good origin story. Marvel, Disney villains, you name it. I'm all over it. Let's add the eye life to that playbook. Where did it all start for you guys? Right, so the eye life, right? Okay, well, this is kind of mad. So um, initially, I, well, I'm from Inverness. I moved through to Aberdeen about uh, eight years, seven, eight years ago now. I moved through with my job at the time I was working for Global, Global Energy Group. Um 
I moved from working in construction and commercial recruitment into oil and gas in the drilling sector. Super fun. Um, left that job um, after I moved to Aberdeen and basically worked in oil and gas logistics, purchasing, stuff like that. Um, and then I, I kind of, well, I moved in with Scott um, after meeting him through a mutual friend. And then basically not long after I moved in with Scott, I felt like really bad with depression. Um, I had no, I, I hadn't had any experiences with depression or mental health or anything before, like nothing like that. So I basically didn't have a clue what was happening to me. I just felt like totally, it was alien, completely alien. Um, and for, I had to leave my job and for about two years, I didn't work. I just, just kind of wouldn't leave the house, just was in a really bad way. Um, and during that time, Scott had a, quite a bad injury in the back of the helicopter. He was working for one of the helicopter companies at Aberdeen Airport. Um, right. and he injured his back and he was told basically he couldn't do manual labor again, um, which is all he'd ever done. Yeah. Uh, so for basically a year, we basically sat in the house, um, not being very useful and just fighting and arguing and just not, not having a good time together. Um, but it was during that time, Scott's always been like an entrepreneurial type, uh, uh, well he's like a Dell boy he has like a million ideas and like some of them are absolutely wacky and just like never gonna happen in maybe in like another universe um but he said he was gonna start a website he was like hey I've heard websites make money so I'm gonna make a website and I was like whatever Scott like I was just sitting depressed just like this guy who is this guy and he, he went and he made a website called and I always laugh and I tell people about it because his website was called money efficiency because he thought he was going to be like the next Martin Lewis and he was going to do like money comparisons <laughs> and stuff. I know. And I was just sitting judging every moment. Like who even is he? What is this money efficiency? And the, the amazing thing about it is like, you could never spell money efficiency. And he'd always be like, how do I spell my domain? <laughs> and I was just like, Oh man, this is going to be a long ride. Um, but yeah, so he made his money efficiency website somewhat successfully, like five, six years ago. This doesn't exist anymore, by the way. Like, sorry. Okay. Called. Um, I was somebody Google like, it. I said, oh, cool. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not a vibe. Um, but he basically, during his, his building his website thing, he was like, I am, um, I'm not very good with words or content. So like, I've decided that you will write. And I was just like, uh, okay, so at moment, I don't get changed out of my pajamas. Um, I make this, but like, it was actually quite a tough time. Um, but like, I didn't get in my pajamas. I was brilliant for myself. And this guy was like, hey, do you want to like write about money comparisons? I was like, are you for real? Like, is this a real thing? And then he was like, oh, just give it a go. You never know. And I always joke, because like in every podcast, every interview, I even did a, um, a piece for Dundee and Angus College where they wanted to know about how I ended up working in marketing. And I told this story. And I think the guy just didn't really know where to look. I mean, he was doing good track, thankfully, but he kind of looked at me like, what the hell? I'm part of their long-term coursework now. That's going to be, I'm going to be like, I just don't believe it when I tell you. You're going to, you're going to be, you're going to be in the, like the PR course books, you know, like the, I know uh, you're going to be that, you're going to be the person like Victoria, I know. queen of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me cringe to death. I'm like, what? <laughs> but anyway, the first article I ever wrote was a money comparison article on uh, fruit and bananas oh, nice. <laughs> I wrote about how to save money on, uh, on fresh fruit which is amazing 
Um, but Scott, when I, when I wrote the article, Scott was like, hey, I'm not going to lie, this reads really well, but it's hilarious. And I was like, and this is a bad thing, why? And then he was like, yeah. well, it's money comparisons. I'm like, they're not typically funny. And I was like, well, we could be a niche market, you know? Like, it just could, that could be your thing. We could just be funny money. Funny money, see? <laughs> Funnymoney.co.uk. Exactly. <laughs> Go and buy it, Colin. Just reserve it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Done. Um, Done. <laughs> but yeah, he was like, um, maybe we should try something different. Like, why don't we have a blog? And I was like, I have no idea what that means. Like, I didn't know what a blog was either. Like, I didn't know, is that a swear word? Is it like offensive? Like, what what is a blog? Um, So he was like, so a blog is basically a thing where people just like write online. We were clueless, totally clueless, Colin, like five, six years ago. And it's actually amazing to think that we have now, we've now designed well over 200 small business websites on medium businesses on government business websites oh my god look at me (laughs) Um, we've done we like honestly at one point i was managing something like 52 social media accounts and this is the girl who wrote about bananas so like don't say you can't follow your dreams (laughs) exactly it started with bananas it started with bananas and it's still bananas um but yeah so we started this blog and he was like people just kind of write stuff and so I did I didn't know about SEO at this point I just I just wrote about like stuff I had in the house like I was like oh let's just review this moisturizer that'd be fun and like why don't we just review this and review that and then uh, I did that for like a couple of weeks basically after starting the blog and then um, I wrote an article about Inverness and it was a thing to do an Inverness article. And again, it was quite irreverent, quite funny. Um, yeah, tongue in cheek, bit tongue in cheek, yeah, but this, like This fun. is the thing. This is the thing. So to give everyone a background, me and Victoria have worked on a few uh, collaborations um, from a previous role of mine. And that is the thing I loved working with you guys on because your blogs just always made me bloody laugh. I think it was the one you did for Mackie's. Um, the winter trip I think it was or the royal trip yeah. I can't remember but I remember yeah. the picture at um Donauter Castle and you were stood with your your leg posed out and then I can't even remember what the caption was it's something it's like in the rain one. yeah so, yeah something but yeah no your blogs always make me howl they're hilarious oh thank you well always good it's fun it's fun to be fun it's fun to have fun um but yeah I wrote this article about Inverness and then things kind of just went a bit mad from there. Like I, I started like building a Twitter account. At this point I had no social media channels. I came off social media for about three, four years when I had depression. So I just didn't want anything to do with it. No yeah. Facebook, no nothing. So my first experience, I would say in marketing or really proper experience with social media was when I started Twitter for the iLife, which was previously called Great Her Day, may I add. It was never always the iLife. It was Great, great Her Day. Her day greater day because I was depressed and that made perfect sense let's call it greater day um so yeah um I would say after the Inverness article basically we were invited down to Edinburgh um with some tour company we did some like some blog stuff and some social probes it's just Twitter we had no other social media channels and then it's I love telling this because it was exactly six months after starting our blog so I would say six at the start of that six months, I was suffering with depression. We just started this blog thing. I was just kind of writing about soap and stuff. And then six months exactly from that point, we were sitting in the Ritz in New Orleans on a cocktail media press trip oh, um, in a completely gold suite. 
all off the back of the blog. So literally within six months, I went from depression to sitting in the Ritz blog compensating, like crazy. all from the blog. It was crazy. And it, <laughs> totally nuts, honestly, Colin. Like we went to a, a party with um, Diageo, Diageo, like because we were on the media list. Oh yeah, the content. whiskey, the whiskey people. Yeah, yeah, the whiskey guys. Um, but we were we were there for a week with um, doing media for this festival and we were basically interviewing brands like Bombay Sapphire, Sailor Jerry, hence why I have a Sailor Jerry tattoo. I actually have two Sailor Jerry tattoos now. Long story, parties in New Orleans are crazy. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, we did interviews with brand ambassadors. We went for dinners with brand ambassadors, stuff like that. Just did some media stuff on our Twitter and that. It was quite cool. And then there was one night that we went to a Diageo party and we were standing in the audience with our amazing cocktails um in amazing company and then snoop dogg walked out on stage the actual snoop dogg like just their snoop dogg like me and scott were like is that snoop oh my dogg? god snoop dogg. Like oh my snoop god snoop dogg. Dogg. i didn't like how much of a fangirl i was for snoop dogg, snoop dogg until that moment i was like la da 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 snoop dogg oh my god <laughs> but yeah it was crazy and honestly colin see after that after that trip, we were like, hell yeah, it's way fun. Yeah. Let's do this more. Uh, so we did. And whilst we were on our travels with the blog, we realized how much of a call there was for help with marketing and web design and stuff from small businesses. And Scott was like, I'm going to retrain a web design because these guys need help. I know what I'm doing here. Um, I've had to do it. I've had to learn how to do it, basically. And then I said, well, I'll do the same with SEO and digital marketing. And then I'd say for about three years, we just taught ourselves everything we could yeah. about web design, search engine optimization, digital marketing, content, the whole shebang. And then we opened the agency, the I agency, two and a half years ago. And basically we go on these iLife trips more often than not. We meet with small businesses that have asked us there is the iLife and we nine out of 10 times leave with a contract with the agency. See, that's good. So, that's really good. It's cool. It's cool. It works out pretty cool. Um, so yeah, and now we've just sold our house and we're away to do something even crazier, but uh, I will talk oh to my you about God. that later on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ace. Well, I mean, I knew it was going to be a mad journey to where you are now. So I'm not even surprised at that at that whistle stop tour. Your following now is a really strong following and you're reaching about a million people a month. A million people. Yes, I just said that. A million people. Um, how does that feel, people joining your journey online? So far, we've been really lucky, I'd say. I, we've attracted, at least there's this sort of cringy phase that folks say your vibe attracts you, tribe. And it makes me cringe to death when I hear it. But at the well, same, I know you go, girl. But get that tattooed same, right on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need one of those tramp stamps. <laughs> your vibe attracts you, tribe. But I'm not going to lie, Colin. Really does. Like, yeah. It, it, it's it's annoying that it's such a tragic statement, but it's actually it very true. Yeah, yeah, very it true. is very true. Apologies to any got... listeners who do have that tattoo or that print on yeah, the board. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm not judging. Like, I have worse tattoos. I am so not judging. But um, at the same time, yeah, we've got an amazing following, Colin, like all over the world. They're just so good. awesome. It's so cool. And we've never been trolled. <gasps> Wow. So I'm opening it up now. But this is a thing. I a- think, like, the whole trolling thing, like, I've always said, because I've had people ask me, and I, I've not got a massive following, and I've had people ask me, like, oh, like, do you ever like, get people just putting hate on your posts? I'm like, well, not really, because I think if no. you put out positive, like, 
the stuff you guys put out isn't like, oh, we got to go here. Ha 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 ha. My life is amazing up in my golden house. Um, but it's like, <laughs> I, th- I think the difference is with the celebrity world, like trolling is not okay, like full stop. But I think yeah. it's a lot of it comes from obviously celebrity life is something people want. But then the blogging yeah. world is something a bit different. It's more, I don't know, I think it's more positive. The food industry anyway food and travel seems to be more positive than lifestyle I think maybe the lifestyle fashion bloggers maybe might get a bit of bit of hate but yeah you're keeping it real and I think with you guys you probably don't get much hate because like it's so obvious just looking at your social platforms that you just love doing what you do like it's not forced it's not like yes you get your ad campaigns and you get your collaborations but you're also out doing your own thing anyway like you're Mm -hmm. always out touring about taking pictures of the dogs and like mm-hmm. out swimming and all this stuff and actually actively promoting people without having to get a brand collaboration so yeah. I think people just buy into that and I think it's really great what you guys have have built up I love it oh Not thank you that's blowing smoke that's up your that's arse that's or anything but yeah <laughs> blow the smoke coward blow the smoke no I I that's very true and I think that a you're right, trolling's not, trolling's a bad thing. It's a really bad thing, but it will always unfortunately exist unless it's tightened up on yeah. But even then, I really don't think it's, it's Don't know where it's going to go. No, not at all. No. But at the same time, I think it does help to be real, to be real on social media and to be like- 100%, just, keep it real. Yeah, keep it real. Do it because you love it. Do it because you love it. So yeah, you touched on that you're moving house. So um, Victoria's just sold her really bonny house um, <laughs> uh, in Cruden Bay and it looks absolutely stunning inside. You're moving up to the Highlands again, if I've done yep. my research right. Oh crap, you, where are you no, going again? <laughs> no, you have. You have done your research. You, you've done oh, your I have research, done my research. Right? But we have change a location. twist. Well, uh, there's a plot not, twist in the plot. There's a plot <laughs> twist in the plot. Basically, we're not picking one location. Oh, oh, oh my God. please, <laughs> please say you're doing like a like a a van restoration. <laughs> I mean, we will have announced it by the time this goes oh by. God, so fantastic. I guess I can't say. Well, yeah, everyone so... listening, the date is the 26th of March. It's seven <laughs> minutes past seven, and I'm getting an exclusive from the iLife. So I heard it first <laughs> before everyone you else. <laughs> you actually did, yeah. So basically, we decided that um, there's no rush. There's no rush at all. There's no rush. So no we, rush. We are putting some of our stuff in storage with family, and um, we're buying a Mercedes Sprinter long wheelbase van. We are converting it into a tiny house, solar, like shower inside. It's going to have its own bedroom, its own bathroom. It's crazy. It's going to be amazing. Cinema screen. It's so cool. And we are building in um, ventilated bunk beds for our dogs. And we're going to live. Oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) Yes, we're going full time van life. And what we're going to do is. We're going to travel across Scotland. Um, we're also going to try and set an example on encouraging folk not to rush everywhere because there's no need to rush in a country Take like this. Take, Take it slow. Take it slow. Um, and we are going to basically, we're going to start a directory on the iLife of all things Scottish. We're going to tour about the country, interviewing small businesses, filming it all on YouTube um, and on our socials, obviously. 
we're going to be creating a directory for all things Scottish, so basically hotels, restaurants, shops, loads of things, locations, oh, basically anything you can think of when you're visiting Scotland. And we're launching an online shop featuring hundreds of small Scottish businesses. We've already oh, started doing uh, some legwork on that. Fantastic. So we're going Visit to go Scotland, watch your back. That's all yeah. I can say. <laughs> I, I can't actually... Comp- I can't process that, but that is going to be really ace. Want, That's fantastic. We're going to be announcing it on Instagram with our private iLife number plate for our van. And our van is named after one of Scott's favourite bands, 80s bands, but with a Highland touch. It's going to be called Van Halen instead of Van Halen. <laughs> so it. we're going to have a little Highland cow and a big zebra print guitar decal on the side of, of course. my van. I absolutely <laughs> bloody love it. You guys, this has absolutely <laughs> made my day. I absolutely love it. see that one coming, Colin. I did not see that one coming. I really didn't because my question was, I mean, it still ties in the question I had, mm-hmm. but basically, obviously the inside of your house is so you guys to a T. It's like what you yeah. love and it's very nice interior. Um, yeah. What would be, um, I'm just trying to look at my question and what I had written. I'm trying to rewrite it in my head. I've thrown you uh, big time. You have thrown <laughs> me, uh, but we're professional. We get back on to the horse. Uh, yes, so, we- yeah, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, you've made yourself feel very at home in your house where you are now what's an essential item you're going to be having with you always in your new venture to make you feel at home okay so one thing that I'm like big on is a weighted blanket start using a weighted oh, blanket I've heard like, about these I've heard about these oh my days amazing my friends got amazing. one and they say it does stop them tossing and turning yeah it's a thing like it actually is a weighted blanket also we have a set of antlers above our fireplace and because um, our house is very Scottish. Now, our current antlers are far, much too much big to take to our our little Van Halen. So we have a lady who lives in Murray who is making us a set of decoupaged blue and teal mini rollback antlers for our van. Nice. So we're going to have our antlers. And we've got another lady who is, she's a client of ours through our agency and she is going to be making us personalised Harris Tweed uh, decor interiors throughout the van. So even though we're giving up the big house, we're still taking a hell of a lot of the Scottish You're still taking it with you. What eatery will you miss most from the northeast? (laughs) You'll obviously come back. I know you'll come back, but let's let's see it. Yeah, we'll be back. So basically, it's it's not a, it's not a typical restaurant. It's actually a takeaway. Um, <laughs> I had to say it. Great, it's all it it's all relevant. Actually, it's the bee's knees. Zon rays. You heard of zon rays? Zon rays. No. Where's this? Yeah. So basically, these guys do longest bean tail scampi, and it is the absolute in Aberdeenshire. We're yeah, Aberdeenshire. So they've got they used to. So there was a. Um, it's like a chippy so there was one in Ellen and they recently bought it over we go to the one in Peterhead because it's nearby sometimes we pop into Ellen I'm pretty sure they've got one in Mintlaw as well but they've got quite a few of them but just their scampi is out of this world color it's like big oh fat longestine scampi and it's just so nice oh. so yeah you don't what know what I'm gonna do right? well I but think I think time. you'll find a, a a good fit somewhere else I'm sure yeah 100 <laughs> you're from Inverness 
Um, yeah. I recognise the Invernesian tones very well. So my family <laughs> is most of my family's from up Inverness direction. Um, oh, okay, okay. So my granny, my granny lives in Tomatin. I don't know if that rings oh, a bell. Just outside Inverness. Yes, Tomatin's yeah. uh, the distilleries that we did a tour at Tomatin Distillery well, two years ago. It was awesome. I love Tomatin. I love that whole area. It's stunning. Really oh, nice. Tomatin's amazing. So yeah, so it makes me feel at home speaking to you just now. Okay, right. So on the note of food, let's mm-hmm. let's go straight into it. So you've eaten a lot of places and you've stayed in a lot of places. You've got a special power for one night and you can time travel anywhere in Scotland for a special dinner safari. Mm-hmm. Where are you going for your starter main dessert and after dinner nightcap? And what are you having? Okay, right. So... Oh, I wish I had that power sometimes. I really do. You know, when you're just, oh, just imagine, for something. And just save it. Like sometimes when you go somewhere and you have a really bad start and you're like, oh, I should have went to bloody Zonrays. Yes. Should have went to Zonrays. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, but I'll come back from my main because there's a banging steak that I want to have. When lockdown lifted last year, we went to the West Coast because we were working with a couple of folk in, who aren't actually in the West Coast. Lagan, Lagan near Abbey War. We went swimming in Loch Lagan. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. We stayed at Lagan Glamping. Yeah. Oh, that, that whole area. Great place. Anyway. Oh, so nice. Um, but whilst we were there, we went over to the West Coast just for the day. We went swimming at like, Silver Sands Water, um, which was just beautiful. I went to Glenfinnan. But we went to um, Malay. And whilst we were there, we went to the fish market and we had like hand-dived longestines in garlic oh. butter. And oh my days, like God. it was stunning. But at the same time, longestines, you don't get an off a lot of like meat from them like you've kind of just got to like treasure what little there is on yeah. a longestine but they're yeah, still so yeah, fine yeah. so a bit of a random one but for a starter I would go there and I don't know whether I would eat it I'd probably sit and eat it at the harbour and just look over the the water because it's just yeah it's stunning in the lake so yeah I'd say there for starter um main Okay, so a few years ago, we went to a lovely lodge in Royal Deeside um, called Mill of Deaths, Mill of Deaths Lodge. Um, Yeah, and do you know, it's not typically a restaurant, but when you stay there, one of the owners, she she will make your dinner, basically. And it's the only time I've ever eaten this. And I don't almost, I almost don't want to eat it again, because I just don't think it'll live up to how she did it. Um, But it was venison in a blueberry sauce. I knew you were going to say venison, but I didn't think you were going to say, I didn't think you were going to say blueberry sauce, but I was like, I bet she's going to say venison. You can't beat venison. (laughs) Venison is top of the shelf. Well, do you know, I've only ever had it that one time and I I don't want, I I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's not going to last. Blueberry sauce. That's like a, I like that combo. It was really nice. Yeah, it was venison and blueberry sauce with like celeriac. It was just absolutely oh, gorgeous. Great. And yeah, that in a heartbeat. Um, dessert. So we did a, oh, two years ago at um, a restaurant in Edinburgh. We did a chef's table and basically it was like a, to show off the new menu that they had at the time. And it was like, they just invited like a bunch of random media to do a chef's table. And they had this dessert and it was insane. It was a passion fruit pasta with, I don't like licorice, I hate licorice, but it was licorice infused pineapple and coconut macaroons. And it was, I, it wasn't a dessert, it was heaven. It was, I was like, nah, nothing will ever live up to this ever. It was the best dessert ever, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't like licorice. You couldn't taste it. It was just perfect. It was a perfect dessert. So I would say where the was, where was 
printing, it's the press. printing press in Edinburgh. Yeah, printing press in general is a fantastic restaurant. Like you're never going to get a bad meal there. Cocktails are amazing. Food's awesome. But yeah, that was just like Scott and I both just looked over each other at the table and we were like, wow. Um, and as for okay, so <laughs> nightcap. It totally depends what kind of nightcap we're talking. But if we're talking a nice chill, kind of trendy mm, vibe after a big meal I would say the spiritualist in Glasgow they do the most amazing cocktails they do an apple cocktail um I think it's it's gin apple juice like fizzy what are they called like that crackly stuff that like it crackles on your tongue oh like popping popping candy popping candy yeah like popping candy um gin and it's got like oh it's just it's called like snapple pop or something it's so nice and so there or if you're going the other end of the scale and you're going out out after dinner then the gallons in Inverness just because it's the best Scottish pub ever ever we have to take you guys to the gallons like it's just you're right as a human to have gone the gallons at some point it's just it's just the best it's the only thing to do oh my god okay oh those are great oh my god like honestly venison and blueberry like I'm that's I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight thinking about that that is beautiful. I don't blame you. It's actually awesome. It's so fine. So, yeah. um, oh, well, those are great choices. Um, now on to places you've stayed. So you're a mm-hmm. lover of the Coorie life. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know Scottish terms, um, the Coorie life is something I'm going to let Victoria cover because I'm probably going to say the wrong definition. <laughs> okay, so the Coorie life is basically, I describe it as Scottish cosy. But then it's funny because cootie doesn't always mean cozy in the warming sense. Like it can mean, it's difficult to explain. Basically, Scottish cozy doesn't always need to be warm. Scottish cozy can be things that make your heart warm as opposed mm-hmm. to making you cozy warm. Temperature. So, yeah, totally. Like, but even like going for a wild swim, going swimming in a loch and then come out in the vault, coming out of a loch and like sitting by a fire, like that's cootie. You're not necessarily mm-hmm. warm with it. You're certainly not warm in the water. But it's heartwarming, and I think that's yeah. that's cootie. But at the same time, cootie can be tart and it can be tweed. Yeah. It can be inherently classically Scottish. Yeah. And um, yeah, um, it's just the perfect way to describe what Scotland I do. On that note of that, where in Scotland, um, like which hotel or accommodation would get your cootie stamp of approval? Well, I can't pick one. I'm just going to rattle off a few, Colin, because there's okay, no way go I can for pick it. one here. Recent one that was just like an absolute moment for me was the Balmoral in Edinburgh. Because mm-hmm. I, first time we went to Edinburgh, like I told you like earlier on in the podcast, like when, when we went to Edinburgh through the blog at the start, I remember walking past the Balmoral and being like, I'd love to stay here with what this thing is. I didn't really understand blogs at the time. I was like, whatever this thing is that we're doing, I want to be in there with this thing at some point. And then last year when lockdown lifted, we stayed in the bar model and I walked straight into the suite and cried. I felt like a princess. It was amazing. Um, so the bar model hotel, just because it holds such a place in my heart, like it was just, mm-hmm. they couldn't have made it more perfect for me, Colin. They just couldn't have. Um, another one I would say would be Sweet Dawnside because that girl is my jam. She's amazing, Colin. I love her. I love her. I love Sweet Downside. I just love it. They do everything right. Such a great, <sighs> such a great product they've got there. And the little, like, almost like a Hagrid hut. You have to go have a look at it because it is just one of those places that you just feel warm inside looking at it. It's, it's really it's nice. It's amazing. We stayed in the wee beehive at Sweet Downside, and the attention to detail in that place, Colin, is mm-hmm. there's, I've never stayed anywhere in Scotland that's got attention to detail like that place. I mean, I, 
every corner, everywhere you look, there's something. She's just absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, Sweet Dawnside, fab. And the last place I'll say is Foyer's Lodge in Loch Ness because it's just, Foyer's Lodge holds a very special place in my heart. I love Anna and Phil who run it and it's just beautiful. It's, it's stunning, just inherently beautiful. So that's cutting it down to three, but I could go on forever. That's a great three. I mean, I'd heard of the Balmoral and obviously um, Sweet Dawnside, but I've not heard of Foyer's Lodge. I'm going oh my to be gosh. giving that one a look. Maybe that'll be my first lockdown trip. Stunning. Um, so nice. Oh, good, good choices. Okay, so if you could bring back any food brand, eatery or drink that's no longer with us back from the dead, I like to call it back from the fed. What would you bring back? <laughs> Do you know, me and Scott were talking about this earlier and like, it was quite funny because he said that when he went to college in Aberdeen, there used to be a sandwich shop beside the college and he used to go in there and he used to order, you used to order anything you want in a sandwich and his friends used to laugh at him because he used to order beef and prawns from the same sandwich and I was just like, that's just so wrong and like you say so much beef about and prawns. Beef and prawns sandwich, that's just wrong. Um, <laughs> in terms of what I would bring back, this isn't necessarily something I would bring back as such, but at the same time, it's in lockdown right now so it's not actually open so in a way I would bring it back like hurry up tenuous link I like it I like it yeah (laughs) and also because it's in Inverness and like when I was little my nana used to take me here for half a cheese sandwich a carton of apple juice um, a bag of golden wonder and the memories are just amazing um is a little sandwich sandwich shop called lettuce eat in Inverness oh yes 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 She used to take me there when I was little and it's just a fun place. And I'm, in a way, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to be spending a month in the Highlands on a little croft whilst we do our conversion. And during that time, I'm basically just going to be Lettuce Eats Best Customer because, like, we just reached another level. What would be your recommendations for um, maybe two places in Inverness that you'd have to go for food and a bev? Okay, so... It's on the road out of Inverness, the Loch Ness Hotel. So fine. We had lobster there towards the end of last year. And it was actually just, oh my gosh, it was insane. It was so fine. Amazing. I love all these food recommendations because I actually just can't wait to explore. Because one thing I've realised from lockdown is that like I've actually, I've been around Scotland, but I've actually not been around Scotland. Like I, yeah. I feel like I've been a really rubbish Scottish person. So no, I need to up my game. I'm very it's good in Aberdeen, though. Aberdeenshire. Very good on that yeah. and places to go. But yeah, out with, I haven't got a Scooby. So oh thank gosh. you for You've got all a whole, those recommendations. The world is your playground. The world is your playground, Colin. You've got so many places to go to. You'll definitely get one visitor to your new directory and it will be I. Okay, so uh, you touched at the start on your um, kind of battle with depression just uh, in the in the kind of beginnings of the eye life um, it's one thing I really wanted to focus on because I think you are an amazing advocate for mental health on social media and I think you should be commended for that because honestly I think anyone seeing your post because you're so bubbly and happy all the time obviously people oh. would maybe assume oh well she can't be depressed like that can't that can't be a thing and I think that's a stigma that people need to get over that it's anyone can have depression anyone can be unhappy and everyone yeah. has struggles um yeah. and I think it's just great that you've used your platform to promote travel and food but you also use it to put a spotlight on mental health as well and I think it's really great um yeah. and I remember reading a post of yours that you said um that there was like a time when you couldn't smile and you didn't like smiling and whatever you just didn't feel very happy what yeah. was like the turning point in your mindset that kind of got you to a better a better place so I read this quote once where it says um 
something like the the people that have been through the darkest things tend to laugh and be the funniest people like statistically mm-hmm. apparently this is true and that makes perfect sense to me because i've been through some pretty bad stuff um like i've been at one point when i was young i was homeless um when i was like like really young um I live with my granny like from the age of like five um but my I don't speak to my parents I have no relationship with my parents um I don't know where they live like I don't know well they're not going to know where I live soon because I'm going to be living in a bed <laughs> <laughs> no I'm um, going off I've the been, grid I'm going off the grid come find me come find me um but yeah I know I've been through some pretty dark stuff and I don't know why but like it's translated into one hell of a sense of humor I find things funny that I shouldn't be funny. The first thing when you asked me the ask me that question, the first thing I did was laugh. Like yeah. I laughed a lot. <laughs> like you wanna know? You yeah, wanna I know. know, I'll tell ya. <laughs> you got no idea, Colin. What does it seem like? No. <laughs> no, I um, I I think that regardless of all the bubbly and funny posts and stuff, like I still have hard times. Like the last mm-hmm. time I posted on social was about four days ago. I've posted since. Um because this last week, as I said, I moved this podcast it's been to the later. Yes, it's been hard. I've been in tears a lot this week. I've been so stressed and so worried about what's going to happen. Thankfully, it's worked out, but it doesn't always work out. And you need to pick yourself back up. In terms of a turning point, oh, it means God said for the last so many years that it's a constant pivot. There's no tur- There's no one turning point. Like you're going to have ups and downs in life, and yeah, I think you just need to not. Sometimes with the ups, don't get too high, and with the downs, then you don't go too low. Just, mm-hmm. just take it at your own pace. You know, it's it's. There's no turning point. It's just a take it as it comes. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Well, I think it's great things that you do anyway, and I think you make a lot of people smile around the world. Um, it's great. And obviously you're an advocate for uh, wild swimming. If there was like a wild swimming charity, you'd be at the front of it. Do you think that has helped kind of yeah. with just like your daily wellness helps a lot? Yeah, I absolutely love it underwater. I prefer it underwater to on yeah. land. Like I prefer oh, things. Aberdeen's Little Mermaid. I'm not even joking. Colin, I absolutely love it. I am. I'm actually going to be in a book soon. Oh, yes. By folk, um, who are wanting to, yeah, basically, I'm going to be in a book about it. Um, so yeah, watch this space. But wild oh swimming God. is absolutely fantastic because you see Scotland in a whole other light. Like folks think, like, oh my gosh, why did you want to like swim in Scotland? Freezing, and for the first few minutes, it's bloody in. But then you acclimatize, and then it doesn't matter how cold the water is, you acclimatize to. Um, but I see underwater, I see colours, I see things that you don't, you wouldn't believe are there. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, in, in Cromartie, the Black Isle, in, near Inverness, at Rosemarkey Beach, and everybody's been like Rosemarkey Beach, and like, this is such a lovely beach, and like, there's a dolphin's at January Point and all this, but see when you go underwater and, and swim there, there's underwater caves, there's bright oranges, bright blues, wow. bright green corals. You are surrounded in like silver, like tiny little fish. It's like glitter. I'm not joking, Colin. It's another world. And it's one that so many folk just don't see. I just love it. I'm addicted. I I honestly, I literally, just as you're saying that, like being surrounded by silver in caves, I literally just imagine you singing like part of your world from Disney. I actually (laughs) From Little Mermaid. I mean, I do. Where they'll fuck. <laughs> you can see it like look at the you know the bit which looks through the cave at the end and she's like yes 
the hand going up. That's, that's <laughs> no, you. It's, wild swimming's amazing. It's been absolutely amazing for me. Um, but the main thing about it is just it's just the colours. Oh yeah. my gosh, you would not believe what's underneath there. Even the North Sea, you think, oh. <laughs> so would that be your would that be your main reason to get people into it just to take in a different perspective or what are the other why if someone was like oh I can't be bothered with wild swimming like why should I do it what would be your thing to say bloody do it because of x it's free drugs Colin it's don't turn down the free drugs it's a drug it is a drug it is an adrenaline it is it, you come out of that water and your whole body feels grounded like you mm-hmm. feel well, they say it's like a forced meditation, don't they? They say when you go out in that water, because it's so cold, you are forced to focus on nothing but acclimatizing your body to the cold. Yeah. You forget about things that annoyed you before you got in the water. You forget about work. You forget about all those stressors. You're forced to breathe. It's forced meditation. Um, and once you're in, it's just fun. It's just fun. It's fun just and fun. it grounds you. Yeah, I couldn't advocate for it more. It's one of the best things to do, especially if you suffer from mental health, anxiety or depression oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's a good escape. It is. I know because there's is. people, when I walk when I walk my dog Ramsey down Aberdeen Beach in the mornings, like I see people like up at crack of dawn, like yeah. going straight into the water. And I'm like, good on you. The one yeah. thing I don't like is when I see them like going straight into clothes, <laughs> like soaking wet and they go straight to clothes. I'm like, oh, oh no. But then you have to, like... You can't dry yourself on the beach, like, if it's, like, blown a hoolie. Yeah, I know. I know. A lot of them put these dry robe things on, these big, like, bag robe things on, and they oh, look yeah, like a yeah. big jacket, but you can get changed underneath them. But to be honest with you, whenever it means God goes swimming, we just find a quiet place and we just strip off, like, <laughs> we're not worried. <laughs> if there's, any, there's nobody around, whatever we go, we just make sure we do a good yeah. five-mile radius check first. Just like, get, yeah. just make your own nudist beach sign and just, like, just shove exactly. it in. And like, it's a nudist beach. What an idea. What a good yeah, idea. there you go. It's a nudist yeah. beach. We're allowed to do it here. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, great. I know it is something that I really want to try and I, I, I will do it at some point, but I just, I can't, I don't know. I just, I need to do it because I, I do hear like so much benefits from it. I think I associate it from when I did. Yeah, I think I need to get a good place. I, I did actually yeah. want to do it at Glendie Cabins in because yeah. they've got their little kind of stream that kind of goes through yeah, and exactly. well in there. So yeah. I thought I thought like that would be a good spot to do because then at least I've got like a good accommodation to go back to after and it's like right yes best of both worlds it's fire so yeah we'll give it we'll give it a try one day we'll give it a try so back to back to social media um I know on my social media that I like to try and keep it positive so all the accounts I follow are people I like food and the cast of friends is pretty much it. I don't follow much celebrities or anything yeah um me neither. and yours is de- obviously one of those accounts that I follow and I don't think there's ever a day that I don't look at your account and belly laugh just by the way you write things and I just like <laughs> I just like read it I'm like oh god that's what I would say as well <laughs> like, like, I read it. like it was one I think it was when you did a post for <laughs> You did a post for oh, Mackey's no. and you're holding the two ice creams and you're like, you want fries with it? <laughs> <laughs> Things got to be done. And it's like, it's got- it's stuff like that. And it's like laughing with you, obviously, not laughing at you. And it's just like, I just love yeah. it. It just makes me feel so happy looking at your stuff. Um, do you ever find <laughs> a pressure on always delivering the laughs and being positive in your post? Does that ever come into your mind? Not because I'm so sarky as a person. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just so do it. sarcastic. I'm like I just go for it. 
And do you know what's so funny? I used to say at the start of when I started doing all these posts and I started doing a blog and everything, I used to say to folk when they asked me, oh, you, you come across so funny and so relatable, blah, blah, blah. I used to say, oh, it's just my fingers. My fingers are hilarious. I never know what they're going to say. And then when they just type away, I end up pissing myself laughing. You are I funny. I can be. You're very witty. It's, again, it's sarky. Yeah, I am witty yeah. and I'm really good at puns. And I'm, I'm dark. I've got dark humour. Honestly, what you see on Instagram is just me toning it back. Like, sometimes I have to tone it down. But I'll, like, I'll show Scott. Or, like, I'll read something that I've wrote, like an upcoming post to Scott. And I'll be like, this is amazing. You're going to die. And then I'll read Sit it. Sit down. Just got, Sit down. Yeah, You're going to fall I actually over. Am. I'm like, this is my best one yet, Scott. This is my best work. And I just look at him and he just like barely cracks a smile. And I'm like, that's because you're used to my humour. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. Like, you just, you're you like, just, Instagram's just, going like, to roll for this. Yeah, I'm like, you've got no idea. Just prepare yourself. <laughs> Hold on yeah. to your butts. Hold on Exactly. To your <laughs> um, and like with social media, like I think we, we touched on it before we started recording, but I've had my kind of struggles recently with comparison and self-doubt to other people and social media. Yeah. What's your biggest in your head bug that you get from time to time? If you do get one, maybe you don't. I think the, the biggest thing that annoys me is the pressure to have to engage when you really can't be asked and you don't mm-hmm. feel like you do. And yeah. um, Instagram in particular, but no, not even just Instagram, Twitter, TikTok's not so bad. Instagram and Twitter, I would say, are the two ones that they give you back what you put in and it really annoys me. With TikTok, like I actually think the way TikTok's done it is really yeah. positive because you don't really have to like stuff on TikTok. You just yeah. swipe through. Gives yeah. you stuff, like I mean, my TikTok is a riot. My TikTok is all reality TV, like fights, <laughs> arguments, <laughs> Big Brother mishaps. Like, is David dead? Like all that stuff. Like, <laughs> it's absolutely, it's on fire, and I love that. I just go on for a positive, just go, if, end of the day, just go flip, 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 flip. and then Me it too. just shows you stuff you want to see. And I think it's a much more positive so user happy. experience yeah. I'm so happy really nice. actually it's, I just go on for a giggle you're so right um I remember seeing a post of yours uh that you were speaking about the woes of lockdown and you mm-hmm. put a phrase in that sticks in my mind and it's like it was I think it was um never mind the standards right now just survive and I think that's like really true people I think through lockdown we've realized we do not have to put so much pressure on ourselves take it slow Take it as it comes, just love life. Um, and to quote back Daniel Benfield, you gotta get through this. You yes. gotta get through this. Oh, yeah. So, my question, sorry, I digress. <laughs> I so, was only uh, <laughs> thinking about this. <laughs> You're like, wait, what was the question? <laughs> so, yeah, so the, that's a roundabout way of getting me to my question. So, um, mm-hmm. what what's your recipe to happiness? Don't take yourself too seriously, for God's sake. Oh, and do you know what? Quote of the am, day. I to, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm surprised I haven't sweared yet. So, yeah, swear away. I'll bleep it out if I think it's not going to... If I mean, okay, so, I love a swear word. But just go for it. Just fuckity fuck fuck. Just say it. Yeah, fuckity fuckity fuck fuck. That's me, Dad. Fuckity, no, fuck, <laughs> fuckity fuck fuck with sugar on top. <laughs> no. Do you know what mm-hmm. it is? It's just a case of fuck standards and what everyone else has to say. Who cares? who gives a crap's ass, like, who actually cares, like, what anyone else, like, people are going to have opinions, people are going to think what you're doing is crazy, or um, aren't going to like what you're doing, but you're in it for yourself, who cares, the sooner we stop caring about what everyone else thinks, the better things are going to be, 
like we're so we're we're all so pressurized to like this is I know this is going to sound so hippie of me but I'm about to move into a van so I've totally claimed the hippie life so I can say what I want now but basically we're all so pressurized into working getting up in the morning rushing to work mm-hmm. working all day for someone else finishing work rushing home having dinner sleeping doing the same again over and over and over and over and over total rat race pandemic has made that has slowed things down for a lot of people and I read mm-hmm. the other day that 59,000 new businesses have started up in the UK over the that's last amazing. year yeah that's because we weren't forced to rat race most people going, yes I like being at home wonder if I yeah. can do that more often so yeah i would say go your own way who cares what anyone else has to say just like fleetwood mac just like fleetwood mac it's been so good speaking to you tonight and i mean i had my questions and you've just given me so much more i knew you were going to give me a lot but you've given me so much more than i thought i was going to get and i'm so Uh... glad I'm not interviewing you for a blog because I'd be writing for bloody decades. Like, is this a so good much thing? to cover. This is, no, this is a great <laughs> thing. This is an absolutely fantastic thing. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. And the next oh. time you're traveling back to Aberdeen in your um, movable home, uh, park up in my garden and I'll lend you some milk and some flour. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, that sounds amazing. Like, yes. I'll get a bottle of wine uncorked. Absolutely. I'd be disappointed if it was any other way. Um, But yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for chatting with me, especially after the week I've had. As I said, Paul, it's so nice to chat. So nice to chat tonight. This is great. Well, we'll catch up soon. Thanks so much, Victoria. What a hoot. I really could have spoke to Victoria all night, an absolute riot and so open and honest and full of food recommendations. She really didn't disappoint. Details of all the places mentioned in the podcast are in the description below for you, so you can go check them out and explore further. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And if the podcast wasn't for you, goodbye. Thanks for joining. Maybe we'll see you soon. Maybe we won't. If you did love it, however, please let me know how you found it and if there's any future guests that you'd love to hear from. Uh, just drop me a message on Instagram at the Food Hoover UK or on Facebook at the Food Hoover, where you'll also keep up to date with plenty of my food escapades from the days gone by. And if your podcast listening service has the option, leave me a wee review too if you fancy. Next week, it's all things baking as I'm joined by Graham, the avid baker behind the Fat Sparrow Bakery, who has literally just quit the day job to bake his dreams a reality. Like what did there? So join me next Tuesday for baking tips, what's next for his Aberdeen-based baking business, and a whole lot of laughs. Until then, stay safe, eat well, and speak soon. Now time to find me some of those bath salts.